Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at shay-doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. If you're a new guest listening, then welcome. Head back to the start after this episode so you can keep adding these powerful tools and ways of thinking to your skill set. Today is about how to go upstream. Perhaps a different way to phrase this. How can you know where your time is best spent? How do your clients become aware of your offering before they even need it? I'll be explaining why. Many digital entrepreneurs follow a methodic pattern to grow their business and how this mindset on its own leads to becoming too ingrained in the details. I'll then share a very simple three-step model that you can use and this will balance your thinking. It will lead you to fascinating new considerations for your business questions that you haven't asked yourself before. So for today, I invite you to just have an open mind and to consider a new method of approach that complements your existing way of thinking. Let's start with this existing way. It can be best described as step by step. The obvious approach to starting, running and then growing your business. For example, starting with an idea you believe in. Then the next step is a website or a landing page, maybe setting up a few social media accounts. The next step could then be hypothesis and validation, actually testing your concept, getting market feedback. And then the next step could be on to building a beta product and launching it with test users followed by then launching it to the open market. The next step could then be angel investors and series funding rounds. So you can imagine, as I talk through that, this set of stairs, you're taking one step and then the next step and then the next step. These are all, of course, really important. And many of these steps we follow have stood the test of time for hundreds of thousands of years and hundreds of thousands of businesses. So 
their well-known principles of how to start, how to run, and how to grow a business. At the same time, it's not telling you that much, if anything, really, about your buyers. Okay, you do a bit of market research to understand the basics of your user base. What are their challenges? What's their demographics? How likely would they be to pay X amount for your idea? Though it doesn't give you anything on what their journey is to get to that point. And as a result, you can just assume when going to market that people are ready to buy your product or service. And I believe this is exactly why many businesses launch, get to the point of running, and then fail. Following the step by step process gets you part of the way there, though it will not get you all of the way. The picture that has just come into my mind actually is a transaction. Imagine whenever you buy something, I don't even know what a picture of a transaction would look like, but imagine when you buy something, you have that process, the transaction happens. So you have that itself, and then you have the experience. So the transaction would be the step-by-step method in this context. Select an item, go to the checkout, make a payment, step-by-step. These are all very transactional. And then the experience would be, how did that process make you feel? What made you visit the website in the first place? How are you feeling now that you've gone through these steps? Notice how different those two pieces are. Transactions, head down and get it done. Just need to do this, 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 and then I'm out of here. Experience is head up. Pausing. Reflecting, questioning. By following only the step by step method, it doesn't allow you to broaden your thinking and break past the crowd. Even though a digital entrepreneur may truly believe their business is totally unique and unlike any other out there, the reality is it's not because you can find someone doing it better. With the same steps. It's the questions and therefore the experience that will set the business apart. Why are we at this point? Why do many entrepreneurs follow only the step by step method and fail to make room for new ways of thinking to help grow their business? I spent time pondering this when I was writing the episode, and In my mind, there are four main reasons we can bucket it into four main things. So first, life can be quite hectic when starting, running and when growing a business. It's very easy to become stuck in the zone with your head down, focusing on getting lots of little and big things done. You may say things like, there's so much going on. It's been a crazy quarter. I haven't got time. So that's the first bucket. Second, fear of criticism that is disguised as excuses in many different forms. Many entrepreneurs love their idea, their business so much that the thought of people saying no to it or people finding fault is inconceivable. 
And this is a very real fear. It actually happens to most of us without even knowing. And it stops entrepreneurs from getting out there on the ground and speaking to their user base and truly listening, watching in real life how a person uses their product. It's much more comfortable to stay behind the Mac and assume everyone is having a great time using your product. Sticking with what you know should work. And ultimately, this is lack of knowledge. The step-by-step method is instinctive. Really, everyone going into business knows it. We could easily teach it to aspiring digital entrepreneurs. We follow the steps that seem most obvious. I mentioned them earlier, website, beta testing, funding. These steps, of course, are critical. But these alone will only get you so far. And so most people stick with what they know. Fourth, finally, the fourth bucket. Following a method step-by-step is immediately tangible. You can see clear progress or lack of it. So it's much easier to measure and therefore it becomes the way that things are done by default. And this is great. Measurements are always needed, though notice the feeling. It's head down. Got to get the job done. In summary, the four reasons I've just taken you through lead to many digital entrepreneurs sticking with the step-by-step approach and not going outside of the comfort zone. Firstly, I want to be clear in saying there is nothing wrong with the step-by-step method. It is 100% needed and your business cannot be successful without it. The danger, as I mentioned, is sticking only with that one approach. You may be thinking, Shay, what has this got to do with upstream? And what the hell even is thinking upstream? We're at that part now. Remember that transaction I mentioned? Well, we've just worked through the choose item, add to basket, checkout method. Now we're on to the experience part. I invite you to picture in your mind a river flowing down from the top to the bottom of your page. If you'd like to draw it out whilst we're talking, great. This river represents the journey to purchase your offering. Imagine the broadest view for your target audience at the top. For example, it could be adults in India. So that sits right at the top of the river. All adults in India, the broadest view of your market. As they make their way down the river, there are multiple checkpoints. So now picture drawing three or four lines across your river, spaced evenly. And then at the very bottom is the point of conversion, is where a relatively small number of people decide to pay for your offering or somebody else's. What thoughts is this bringing up in your mind so far? Notice if there's anything you want to write down or make a mental note of. Here's where the upstream thinking should now start to make sense. Looking at the bottom of the river, where are people before they reach that final step and decide to purchase? Literally, where are they? Where are they spending their time? 
what gives them a feeling of confidence and trust before they make that final decision? What final steps enable them to decide who they purchase from? And then above the bottom, those checkpoints, what are those checkpoints? The common patterns that you see people take who are in the market for your product. How do people arrive at those checkpoints? What what does it take for them to go from one to the next? And then at the very top of the river, the people here are not even aware yet that they want or need to make a purchase. Where are they? What are they doing? Where are they spending their time? What's important to them right now? What makes them curious about starting the journey to go downstream? Can you see how this thinking is totally different to the step-by-step method? It allows you to shift your mind away for a moment from the heads down and actually understand through questions how to truly add value and connect with and understand your people. Spending time here is wise. You already know that truly understanding your audience is what will drive your business. You'll notice that when you're in that step-by-step method, you're usually only looking at the very bottom of the river. You're focusing on the point of conversion and it all feels quite frantic. How many visitors am I getting to the website? How many people are clicking through to the landing page? How many people are signing up to my lead magnet? How many people are converting? It's all focused at the bottom of the river. Thinking upstream actually feels calming. There's more for you to learn, more to become aware of and consider. This is not about a whole new way of doing things. And actually, these types of analogies are very commonplace particularly for those with marketing knowledge. This is a complementary and equally important way to start thinking. I'd love for a moment to share a real-life example where I personally failed to think upstream and what happened as a result. In last week's episode, I mentioned the Life Goals scorecard that's on the website. Well, I took a fair amount of time to design that to create the questions. I tested it with digital entrepreneurs and refined it based on their feedback. I've got the design looking in good shape so it was simple for people to use. I put it live and I was expecting there to be this incredible take-up. I thought I was doing all the right things. The test group have given their feedback, so this must be it. Crickets. I hadn't asked myself, What makes people decide which type of questionnaire they want to fill out? What's on their mind when they want to do something like this? Where are they even looking before they make this decision? What gives them the confidence to go ahead with any self-analysis tool? And before that, how do they even discover self-analysis questionnaires? How can I help them to discover the Life Goals Quiz? This brings it to life really nicely. By doing the step-by-step process, you get 80% of the way there. 
though it means nothing if you don't have the other 20%, the experience. Well done for coming on this journey today. There was lots of imagination, lots of pictures and creative thinking involved. I hope you enjoyed it and that you're now clear on exactly what upstream thinking means and the benefits that it will bring you and your business. The takeaway for this session is three very simple steps. You may want to write this down. Step number one, blank sheet of paper, draw a river from the top to the bottom of your page. It doesn't have to be anything more arty than two lines with a couple of curves. Though if you want to go full out and do a whole picture with grass and riverbeds, go for it. (laughs) Draw your river. That's step one. Step two, write the different checkpoints, top to bottom. So remember, top is the total audience. This is where they're unaware of their want or need. And then you have three to four checkpoints spaced evenly going down the river. You'd be drawing that across the page. This is the path your customers follow. Which patterns of behavior do you regularly see from customers? For example, if I was an online personal trainer, the checkpoints from top to bottom could be one, people start trying different workout videos on YouTube. Checkpoint two, people join free live workout classes on Instagram. Checkpoint three, people are ready to commit and they're reading blogs to find personal trainers with similar physical traits to them. And then right at the bottom, you have paying clients. That is the final buy-in moment that you're writing on your river, paying clients. Of course, it goes without saying, the experience doesn't stop when a payment is made. Uh, So at the bottom of the river, it doesn't stop there though. That's one for a completely separate episode. So that's step two, write those different checkpoints top to bottom. And then the final step, ask yourself these exact questions for each stage on your river. What are my potential customers doing here? And that could mean what they're looking for. What do they want? Second question, where are they? Are they on social media? Are they in their homes listening to podcasts? Are they at work checking their emails? You know, where are they? Where can you be visible to them? And then the final third question, how can I add value to them at this specific point? Okay, so ask yourself those exact questions. If you have other questions that you want to ask, that's awesome. Just make sure you definitely ask those three. And that is it for this week. Those three steps to help you start thinking upstream. Which digital entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur comes into your mind that you believe would get value from understanding this method and using these questions? Send it on to them and thank you for doing that. Next Thursday morning is about pitching. Specifically, what value you pitch to clients. Do you have a pitch on your website or in person? Would you like your pitch to convert even more clients? If yes is the answer, I will see you next Thursday. Have an incredible rest of the week. 
Thank you and love you all. Go to Shay-Doran.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.